0: Time now to turn our attention right to the cannabis industry and potential legislation in Congress that could help to drive some big changes. Noah Hammonds with us, founder, CEO of Advisor Shares, to take a look at the latest legislation, what it really means. Could it drive some growth opportunities for the cannabis industry? Uh, You know better than we do, sir. Tell us more.
1: Uh, Well, so it's going on today. The House is voting on the Safe Banking Act of 2021, a modified version of one they previously had voted and passed in the House. Um, This one won't provide U.S. cannabis companies the ability to uplist on national exchanges in the U.S. Most of these companies are listed in Canada, but trade OTC in the U.S., but... This banking solution, which is a small step towards you know broader changes in the cannabis space, is a much needed solution to deal with cash, to deal with banking for these cannabis companies. There are now over 300,000 employees in the United States in the cannabis industry, and they're forced to do business uh, on cash transactions. It's simply just not safe and not a great way for uh, you know a developed country to operate companies, and so. It's really important piece of legislation. It's, you know, it should get through the House easily. It's got to go on to the Senate from there. But we're also keeping an eye on what um, Senator Schumer has been sort of tweeting and putting in social media that we hope there's going to be a bit of a Schumer surprise tomorrow, actually on 420, where we expect that he will also introduce some legislation, probably not to legalize, but to decriminalize cannabis, but bring that up in the Senate.
0: So what will that mean And to decriminalize cannabis here in the States, that kind of legislation, which is different than what we were, you were just explaining about the current um, legislation. Could we see more M&A activity, more success for the industry? What does this mean?
1: You absolutely could. Um, not maybe from the areas where people think it might be coming from, right? Uh, you've certainly heard of, you know, uh, Constellations, RANS, investments into Canopy, and then the desire to come into the U.S., but a decriminalization, which Schumer has been specific to use that word, not legalization, what it does is creates an environment a little bit like we have today, which is where states will likely decide, do they wanna legalize it? Do they wanna make it medical only, or do they wanna make it medical and adult use? Um, So it'll it'll keep the control within the states, but it'll also remove all these other restrictions. It probably would, I couldn't say for sure, but it should then open up things like better listing status for these companies on US exchanges, um, so it can fix a lot of other things, but it probably doesn't open the borders to either Canadian companies or companies outside. But you could still easily see a lot of M&A activity going on with companies like Constellation Brands or certainly the tobacco industry is gonna get involved in that space. Um, you know, we actually run a VICE fund. You've had Dan Ahrens on uh, your uh, your show before talking about cannabis. He also runs the VICE ETF and it has those very companies that we think are going to take advantage uh, as this legislation finally gets the, the needed exposure that it gets and hopefully gets the votes that it absolutely needs.
0: So you may see some crossing over for alcohol and tobacco to get more into cannabis, which you just talked about a little bit. When you see the names and you talked about the the fund as well, True Leaves, Cresco Labs, um, these are some of the names that you're watching closely. Tell me more about these names.
1: They are. So these are U.S. multi-state operators. They've got to deal with all the different rules and regulations in the states in which they have businesses. And again, some states might be medical only. Some are both medical and adult. Um, but these are the companies poised for the growth in this space, right? The ability to open up capital markets, hopefully the bill, the ability to, to deal with some of the taxing challenges they have, simple things like they can't write off expenses to run their businesses. And even though you'll still see these companies producing higher revenue and good profitability, even though they operate in this difficult environment. These legislation changes will be a boon for those companies. So, and again, right now they list in Canada, but but trade OTC in the U.S. And then the MSOS ETF, which Dan's been on to talk about before, it's the only ETF where you're going to get pure U.S. exposure to these kinds of companies. He runs YOLO, which is a global strategy, and, and it has it as well. But those are the only two ETFs where you can get exposure to those companies. But of course, investors on the TD Ameritrade platform or other broker- Broker dealer platforms can buy those companies direct if they want to.
0: Ah, all right. Well, thanks for bringing that part up as well. So people understand how they can have access to these most closely and get involved. And we won't see the listings here in the States, but the, we may see some bank support um, to your earlier point. Noah, great to have this conversation with you. Noah Hammond, founder, CEO, advisor shares. Thank you.